Know Your Food with Warty, episode 107. For links and more, visit the show notes at knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 107. Hey everyone, welcome to Know Your Food with Warty. I'm Warty in Southwest Oregon, a traditional food blogger at ganalfglins.com and knowyourfoodpodcast.com. I'm glad you're here. This is the podcast where we're all about ditching those poisonous processed foods, breaking free from the conventional food paradigm, and instead embracing whole foods raised, saved, and prepared with traditional methods. It's fun, it's delicious, and it's healthy. You're on your way to looking good, feeling good, and most importantly, doing good. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today. I'm excited to visit with you. Let's start with the tip of the week. This is a sleepy tea recipe and it's going to be very appropriate for the subject matter of today's podcast, which is uh, how to get a good start to your day because starting your day actually starts the night before and that's with a good night's sleep. So here is a sleepy tea recipe for you. This comes from one of our traditional cooking school writers, Andrea, who recently did a blog post at traditional cooking school on 10 herbs for better sleep and how to use them. And she does a rundown of all these 10 herbs that are wonderful for sleep and why. So definitely check out um, that article, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash sleep herbs. She also includes three sleepy time Uh, tea recipes. So the very simplest one is the one I'm going to share with you today for the tip of the week. It is a simple blend where you take equal parts lavender and chamomile. Um, So the dried herbs and then to make your tea you're going to take about one to two tablespoons of your tea blend and put it with one cup of boiling water and let it steep for at least 20 minutes then strain out your herbs and drink. You can make larger batches. You could also do um like if you if you don't want hot tea and it's really hot summer, you could do it ahead of time and chill it so that it's actually cold. Um, but either way, it's a simple tea blend that'll help you get a good night's sleep so that every day can start out great. Once again, go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com/sleepherbs to check out all the ten herbs and um, lavender and chamomile are two of them, and also the two other tea blends that Andrea gives you. And I want to remind you to help fill up the queue of listener questions. I don't have a listener question for you this week. So by next week, I hope we do. And that's because I know you have questions in mind. So go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash questions and you'll see directions there for how to submit. Or you can just write to uh, contact at knowyourfoodpodcast.com to submit your questions by email. Hi, I'm Wardy, a traditional cooking expert and food blogger at ganalfglins.com. For years, my family struggled with food-related health problems, but we don't anymore. And I'd love to show you that preparing whole foods with traditional methods is easy, delicious, and super good for you, too. So just go to traditionalcookingschool.com free, and I'll show you how easily you can do it, too. I'll give you five free videos that include my favorite traditional cooking techniques, plus printable at-a-glance fact sheets as a handy reference. So, if you're ready to start looking good, feeling good, and most importantly, doing good, then visit traditionalcookingschool.com slash free today.
Today we're talking about having a great day and things that you can purposely and intentionally do to ensure you have a great day. Now I'm going to give you some tips here and I just want you to know that we all are at various walks of life. So we may have young children, we may have... um, We may be caretaking for ill people in our household. We may not be in charge of our own lives. So just take, uh, we may not be in charge of our own lives entirely. So just take all that I say um, with a grain of salt and apply it how you can in your life. And don't expect perfection. Just, um, there are certain things that are in our control. And what I want to encourage you today is to do as much as you can to ensure that you are productive and happy throughout the day. And that really starts, for me at least, it starts, well, even the night before, but in the morning to be intentional. And we can't control things that we can't control. But what we want to do is make sure that we're not sabotaging our day by doing things that we can control that are bad for us, um, or just counter counterproductive. So we're going to talk about four strategies today to um, start your day right. And the first one, I've already alluded to this, it really starts the night before. And we we had a guest, or I had a guest on podcast number 93, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 93, uh, Sean Stevenson. He's the author of Sleep Smarter, which is a fantastic book. It gives you many strategies for sleeping well, because we all know that a good day actually starts with a good night's sleep. So I definitely want to refer you to that podcast and those tips covered there. I'm just going to mention a couple things from that podcast, plus a couple other things I would add that really um, pertain to what we're doing, this traditional lifestyle and traditional kitchen. So simple things like give yourself a caffeine curfew. So if you know that, you know, if you drink caffeine past a certain time of day that you just can't sleep, well, give yourself a curfew and don't drink. Another thing is a screen curfew. So, you know, stop watching TV or stop being on your computer screens. Um, You're going to have to figure out what the time is right for you. Um, But give yourself a couple hours of not having screens in front of you before you go to bed because those screens are very stimulating. Um, And again, Sean Stephen covered this. Um, Another tip is don't stay up late. This is so hard. And I I know it also because um, as a busy mom, busy household, you don't get your to-do list done. And by the end of the day, when everybody's kind of winding down, it's like, oh, it's quiet. Nobody's distracting me. Nobody's asking me for anything. I'm going to get some things done. Well, don't let that second wind hit and then you end up staying up too late um, and shoot yourself in the foot so you're extra tired the next morning. Really prioritize Um, getting to bed at a decent hour. I don't know what that decent hour is for you. Um, I'll tell you what my, my decent hour is by nine o'clock. And sometimes even in the dead of winter, it's 830. (laughs) So I, I'm just kind of early, early to bed, early to rise. So you got to figure out what works for you. But no matter what kind, you know, think about how much sleep you need and um, adjust accordingly so that you are getting that good night's sleep And you can figure out when you need to go to bed in order to, you know, be up and have a good night's sleep at that optimum time. Um, Also, the night before, think about your next day. Uh, What is it that's on your calendar, your schedule for the next day? So if you can go to bed having answered those questions, like, 
your number one priority for the day, your number two priority for the day, all the things you want to accomplish. Um, If you can go to bed knowing that, then you wake up in the morning knowing what you're going to do and you don't have to wonder. Obviously, we can't account for anything, but this has to do with being intentional and, um, you know, not letting ourselves be surprised, sort of be committed to a plan of uh, a plan of action. Um, Other things that have to do with the kitchen. So, you know, you're thinking about your next day. Well, what comes to mind for me is, okay. so what what are we going to eat tomorrow? (laughs) What are our meals tomorrow? So if I need to get meat thawing, I do that. Obviously, I'm feeding my sourdough starter because I do it once or twice a day. Um, So if it hasn't been fed yet today, I'm feeding it, you know, in the evening. Um, I think about, do we need a new batch of English muffins? Do we need, um, you know, beans soaking? Do we need oatmeal soaking? And so I do those the night before. And, And really not even the night before. I do that during the dinner prep time so I don't have another kitchen stage. But this, again, is just part of the uh, the night before evening before package I'm talking about. Um, let's say you have an... And I'm going to talk about exercise here in a bit, but it actually starts the night before, at least it does for me, because I know that if I want to stick to my exercise routine, then the night before, it's me intentionally getting my shoes I work out clothes, you know, everything that I'm going to need out. Because when I wake up, the house is dark, probably not really wanting to exercise. So I make it easy for me and I also make it so I don't disrupt anybody. So I get that stuff out the night before. So just think about um, what kinds of things are going to be helpful to you uh, in the night before a day that you want to be really great. What can you do to set yourself up for success? And of course, I want to refer you to Sleep Smarter episode knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 93 because we go a whole lot more in depth on the importance of a good sleep and it's really true that a great day starts with a good sleep. Okay, so that was um, kind of strategy number one. It all had to do with the night before. Now let's um, now let's go to strategy number two, which is, or actually step number two, which is the morning. So it has to do with when are you going to wake up And what are you going to do first thing in the morning? Um, So when you're rising, uh, I guess you got to think about what your lifestyle can handle. Like, um, you know, if you have young children or if you have a job outside the home or if you know that homeschooling starts at eight and you're going to need um, two or three hours, whatever to, you know, be ready when homeschooling starts or when job starts or when somebody needs you then that's when you got to plan your wake-up time. And this is also going to help you plan when you need to go to bed. So whatever time that is for you, that's when you're going to get up. And the first thing I want you to do when you get up, um, you know, besides go to the bathroom, is to have a drink. Now I've talked about this in prior episodes. I've also written um, an article for you at Traditional Cooking School called Start Your Day With This. And um, let's see, I've got an easy link for you knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash start day. And here's here's why it's so important to take a drink when you wake up. Because um, we, during the night, we lose water and we get dehydrated. So it could be a slight dehydration, it could be a major dehydration, but in any case, it's dehydration. So you got to rehydrate your body first thing. You don't need a ton of water 
um, but you do need to replenish and then help your body because that water is very important for your body. Water is flushing out toxins. It's carrying nutrients to cells. It's giving a, a moist environment for all your like ears, nose, nose and throat. Um, it keeps your digestive and elimination systems flowing. So you can really slow down mentally, physically, um, in many ways by being dehydrated. So first thing in the morning, have a glass of water. The amount of water varies for people, like according to your activity level, um, your age, who you are. So it's not, you know, eight cups a day. It's more like um, what satisfies you? Do you feel thirsty? Um, are you constipated? Do you have dry skin, nails, and hair? So do you, um, maybe you're not losing weight, you're stalled. So all these things could indicate you need more water. So um, what I try to do is about three to four cups of water within the first waking hour. You don't want to drink too, me- too much water, so pay attention. Um, and I think common sense really can guide you here. But just get three to four cups of water within that first waking hour. If you don't like drinking plain water first thing in the day, and by the way, water, the right kind of water does matter, so refer to my article, um, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash day. Uh, because you need clean water, chlorinated, fluorinated, you know, municipal water is poisonous to your body. You need clean water. And we have really nice well water. However, first thing in the morning, there's something about it that I don't like to drink. So I make lemonade water and I've given you this recipe before, but I'm going to go through it again. What I do is I get a quart sized jar and I put two to four tablespoons of fresh lemon juice in it. I put one to three teaspoons of raw apple cider vinegar, a pinch of sea salt, a few drops of liquimins, which are liquid mineral drops, and three to four drops of liquid stevia, and then I fill to the rest with water, cold water. And that's what I drink through the first hour. Um, And it's very refreshing, and I adopted that. Well, let me see when I adopted that. Um, Last August, so about... um, you know, six months ago or more than six months ago. And I almost immediately noticed an improvement in my mental clarity, my digestive system, elimination. It was just really a good move. So I'm keeping it up. Um, So I encourage you to do that too. So that is kind of strategy number two about getting a good start to your day. Strategy number one was the night before. Strategy number two is, you know, when you're waking and the first thing you do. Now, the next thing And these are, you know, put them in a different order if you need to. But the next thing is, how are you going to spend your next moments of the day? And what I prefer to do, and I think is good for most people, is to um, have some quiet time. And for me, that involves reading, you know, reading either in the Bible or another book, a devotional book or a productivity book or all of the above. I also have some scriptures I recite out, out, out loud so that I can memorize them. I have a prayer list, so when members um, email in their prayer lists, I ask Millie, my assistant, to put them in a document, and I just look through those and pray. I also have my own notes about family and friends and other needs that have come to my mind that I keep, and so I'm praying through all those. First thing in the morning, well, not first, the first thing I've done is get up and get a drink. Um, But prayer is very, it just starts, it puts me 
it puts me in the right frame of mind, thinking about others, thinking about important things. And of course, part of prayer is giving thanks. So I'm giving thanks to God for all the great blessings that he's given to me and my family, big and small. So it's really a mindset thing. And um, it's irreplaceable. A day that doesn't start with prayer for me is not as good of a day. Um, I also take this during this quiet time besides prayer and um, reading and reciting scriptures. I also do a simple journal. I'm not a big journaler, but I find it very easy and beneficial to do a journal that where I follow a template. And so the template is breaking, broken into three parts, which this is a template I got and adapted just a little bit from michaelhyatt.com. And I'll have a link for you in the show notes at knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 107. Um, so this template is broken into three parts and there's just some writing prompts and it takes literally less than five minutes to do it. Um, the first section is about yesterday. So there are questions about yesterday. What did you do yesterday? What did you learn yesterday? Things like that. The next section is right now. So it's how are you feeling right now? What are you thankful for right now? And then the following section is today. So it's what what's what are you planning for today? Um, and you know what one thing do you need to accomplish today so it's really it really helps with prioritizing because i know we all wake up and there's probably a million things we could do but i find when i look at that question and answer it well i look at all the things that i could do and then i look at the question of what one thing do i want to accomplish it helps me pull out the this is the most important thing so it rises to the top of the list and then i tend to spend if i can i try to spend my most um productive and energetic hours on it, which is usually the first part of my day after breakfast and all that. That's my best time. So whatever my priority is for the day, I do that then. So these questions are very clarifying. And I also find that now that I have months of doing them, I can look back and it's kind of cool to see. It's not kind of cool. It's really cool to see um, these daily snapshots, you know, the lessons learned, the struggles, what I'm thankful for, how I feel, what I've accomplished. Because, you know, life passes by in a blur. So if you take some moments to document in whatever way, um, you can, it, it allows you to like kind of step back and get this eagle overview and um, it can be very encouraging. I find that especially the things that are encouraging is the daily, what am I thankful for? And I even feel that when you start a practice of being thankful, that um, it extends into all of your day, even the hard things, because you um, you tend to realize that the hard things are, you know, maybe not so bad, and that the wonderful blessings can just help you handle so much better. So that was the third strategy is your quiet time. Now, the fourth thing I want to talk about is exercise. And I don't I don't necessarily advocate this every day. It depends on who you are. I mean, there are people who want to move every day. I'm not actually one of them. I mean, obviously, I'm moving and I have a standing desk and, you know, I'm active in the kitchen. So it's not I, I'm not an exceptionally active person, but I don't feel that I'm a sedentary person either. But as far as purposeful exercise goes, I don't like to do it every day. I feel it becomes a burden on me if I have to do it every day. So I prefer a two to three 
sometimes I exercise every other day, but even that feels like a little too much for my personal comfort. So I really prefer a two to three days per week exercise routine. And I'm just going to give you some ideas here. These are things that I've done in the past. You know, throughout my life, I've walked a lot. Um, I've done T-tap for a year or two. I'm currently doing a weightlifting routine because that's what my husband really enjoys. And um, it kind of, I've really begun to enjoy it and enjoy the benefits of it. And I also know that it blesses him for me to share in that interest. So it's something that we can share and it um, it blesses our relationship for us to share that. And it benefits me and, you know, my goals. So that's my chosen exercise currently. Um, and so I have this routine of, well, it changes, but currently it's a kind of a full body weightlifting routine that I can accomplish within 30 minutes. So that's the next thing I do after, um, after the quiet time is I exercise on two to three days per week. Now, the next thing I'm going to talk about is what I would do like right after quiet time if it's not an exercise day or it's what I do right after exercise. And it's really kind of the last part of the morning routine, the right start to your day. And it's when you just, you now you're going to get into your day. So I don't know what your day looks like, right? So it depends. And it might change day to day. But um, I think for most of us, at least if you're a mom like me, you're like, um, you're hitting the kitchen. <clears throat> if you haven't, you know, had time for a shower first or make time for a shower but it's the day is beginning so you have your work you have the kitchen you have the kids you you know all these household family duties that's when this starts and I think you will see that if you um, start the night before with some kitchen prep and preparing your mind and going to bed early enough and then you rise at an ideal time and have that water and then you do quiet time and then you exercise, if it's an exercise day, that by the time you're hitting the work, you're feeling good, your mind is right, and you're thankful, and um, you have energy, and uh, just the rest of the day doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like you're reacting, it feels like you're being proactive, it feels like you're more in control as much as we can be, and our minds are better, better able to handle the challenges because we've started the day right. A lot of this is very hard to describe the effects. So I want to encourage you to give it a try. Um, so give it a try for a month, if you can. Of course, fit it into your lifestyle. So what I want to hear from you in the comments is at knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 107 is I want to hear that you're going to do it and what you think it's going to do for you. If you already do something like this, I want to hear from you. What do you do and what does it do for you? How does it change your day? Um, and I want to share a little bit what, about the benefits that I've seen. Um, well, number one, I, a couple years ago, I was probably staying up way too late. And it was really taking its toll on me. So I stopped staying up late and I said, I am going to bed, you know, 8.30 or 9 o'clock. That made a huge difference in my life. I also made changes to make the room darker and wear earplugs so my sleep was better and so I'm getting a good night's sleep most of the time and that enables me to do what I find comes naturally to me if I'm well rested which is to get up earlier than the rest of the family and have a couple hours sort of to myself there is another early riser in the family but she's doing her own things then 
So to start the day with all these things that are important to me, I find that if I don't prioritize exercising and prayer um, and the drinking of water first thing in the day, then kind of things just slide. So when I do this, the rest of my day just goes so much better and I'm more thankful, more in tune with seeing God at work in my life, more able to serve my family, uh, more productive, just more satisfied overall. It's been huge for me. It's also been huge for health because good sleep and water has an amazing impact on your health, just your overall restfulness, all your body systems that need to work, um, weight loss. So... It's been wonderful, and I'm committed to keeping up this morning routine. I told you I'm kind of a naturally early riser, but I'm not naturally a um, morning routine person. So beginning this year, you know, about January, beginning January 2015 is when I decided I was really going to commit to a morning routine, and it has just changed things for me so that so much so that I am just committed to keeping it up. Not for the accomplishment of it, but because the results are so wonderful in my life. So I really want to hear from you. Knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 107 about what a morning routine um, and a good day, starting a good day looks like for you and the impact on the rest of your day. And if you have any other tips to share, I'd love to hear those as well. So I look forward to hearing from you and thanks all so much for joining me. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope to see you again soon. Let me tell you what you can do next. You can visit the show notes for this episode. Just go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash, and then without a space, just type the number of this episode. You'll get links and much more information about what we've been talking about. You can submit questions for future episodes. I love to answer your questions on the air. So go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash questions to submit them. You can stop by traditionalcookingschool.com to get five free traditional cooking videos from me. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the podcast app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Know Your Food with Warty while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop, go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash iTunes right in your browser. While you're there, please do leave a rating and review. I love to get them, love to read your comments, and they're invaluable to help other people find this podcast. Thank you so much.